The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Abuse takes on many forms, from the scars that people can see to the ones that they can't. Are you ready to break free from what's keeping you from living the life you deserve to live? Welcome to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa and her guests speak from personal and professional experience, and they will answer your questions and offer solutions to help you get on the road to your recovery. Now, here's Dr. Lisa Cooney. Hello, 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 everyone. This is Dr. Lisa, and you are listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. And here we are. Good morning to you if you're in California and wherever this radio show finds you and whenever you're listening to it all around the world, saying hi to everybody. So this is part two today of questions, 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 questions. We had so many questions um, two weeks ago that I couldn't get through all of them and we thought we would give you another Q&A, a question as the key. As I said two weeks ago, the questions that move you beyond abuse. It was such a hit, so we're doing part two today. So what do you want to know about abuse? How is abuse showing up in your life? Where are you stuck? And what are some of your successes in moving beyond abuse? I'm actually particularly curious about that today. And that's why we added it. We didn't have it the first time. What are some of your successes in moving beyond abuse? Um, I want to know how how this show maybe has helped you, what has worked for you. Um, feel free to call up and call in, receive some facilitation and share that, or not receive some facilitation and just share that, as well as if you're listening right now, pick up that phone and ask your question. The time is now. What are you waiting for? So question or keys. Questions have the power to unlock you from the invisible cage of abuse. Yet you have to be need and be willing, actually, to ask questions to tap into this power. So if you're currently struggling with something in your life related to your past or present abuse, call up now, listen in, write an email, Facebook message, and let us know your question. When you ask the question, you allow the universe to continue and con- contribute to you and shower you with blessings, shower you with your demand, shower you with your commitment to your life. If you don't ask, nothing changes. Now, when you've been abused, it could be hard to ask. And, and it's, it could also be hard to believe that you actually have something important to say. However, just... Getting that energy to ask that question, getting out of your mouth, getting it out of your body can change every can change everything instantaneously. It's so, so, so amazing. And it's so simple. So simple. So. Let me look through this 
these lists of questions that I have and see which one that would be a good one to start the show with. Okay. First one that comes to mind. This is somebody that actually, I believe, answered all the questions (laughs) that I posed. But let's see. Okay, what do you want to know about abuse? Here's That's my question. I've heard you speak about abuse has to leave the body, but is, what is the best way to do that? I've done years in therapy, but feel as though my body is still traumatized. So how can I change that, please? Well, that is a big question. Very, very big question. So, and thank you for asking. So just to clarify, um, I don't know if I've actually said abuse has to leave the body. However, what I think would be more appropriate to say right now for me to all you listeners out there is abuse gets stored in your body. It's stored in your body. Every experience we've ever had, good or bad, happy or sad, is stored in our body. It's stored in our muscles, ligaments, cells, tendons, organs, and systems of our body. Okay? And you could do years of therapy. I did years of therapy. I'll never forget when I've done years and years and years of therapy. Of course, we had to do it in our my master's program, my doctorate program, all of it. Uh, mandatory counseling, let alone 3,000 hours of supervision, which was also about counseling <laughs> yourself to become a good practitioner and a good counselor and a good therapist and a good psychologist, all of those things. So... Um, I went to the Theta Healing Institute and got my master's in Theta Healing um, somewhat later in my career, probably about 10 years ago now. And I remember going to those classes and doing what they call digging down to the bottom belief. And I was going over and over and over and over, over and over and over and over, the same stuff that I'd gone over and over and over in therapy. And I was really pissed off at that. However, that's when I really got it viscerally, palpably in my body that it doesn't matter how much cognitive therapy you do. It's great. It teaches you a lot of information and gives you the intelligence to know your patterns, take a look at your patterns cognitively and all of that. We're talking specifically about talk therapy or something. I learned so much through all of mine personally, as well as my education. But it wasn't until I actually got really connected to my body that I learned that the root cause of everything regarding abuse specifically and everything that doesn't leave you, that you're still talking about 20 years later, 10 years later, five years later, one year later, is because it's stuck in the body. So how to change that is a big question. One of the ways that I've done it on this show that I do in my individual sessions and in my group and in my classes that I teach all over the world is I associate you to whatever you're saying to your body. And then I usually say, put your hand on your body where you feel that, perceive that energy. And if that energy on your body, wherever you're feeling it, wherever your hand is, could speak, what would it say? And as you talk about what it would say, what I do is I help you get down to the bottom belief, the root cause, the decision, judgment, conclusion, and computation that locks everything in place there. And then we unlock it by using the clearing statements. There's so many different ways that that I can do that with you and that we can do that for ourselves. And then that 
begins releasing the trauma from the body. And that might need to be done a number of different times. And one of the shows I've done recently, um, let's say I did last week on on secrets, there's about an eight-step process that you could look through. Um, and it's on the blog on my website, drlisacuni.com, that you can look through and use some of those examples. There's a good amount of blogs with a good amount of techniques on my uh, website. Um, and my e-zine that I send out monthly that gives you t- tips and tools and things like that, that could help as well. But past o- episodes too. So hopefully that's helpful for you. Um, what are your biggest challenges right now? Well, I've always, she says, I always felt chronically lonely and not able to make friends even when I was in school and at 56 still don't have a best friend or best friends. I'm becoming best friends with my body these days. How amazing. And I was hoping, that was my comment, not hers, and I was hoping that would start changing the energy, but I don't seem to attract friends in. I also married a man who is away most of the time, so there's a lot of loneliness in our marriage. What is the ener- What is this energy, and what can I do to change it? Okay, so what is this energy? Great question. I'm sure so many people out there that are listening can actually apply this question to your life about a challenge. Um, what is this energy, and what can I do to change it? So great questions, and thanks for sharing. So you've already said what this energy is, chronically lonely. Um, you married a man who uh, is gone a lot, so you're chronically lonely. We we attract what we are. <laughs> we attract what we believe. We marry what we believe as well. Our points of views create our reality. So my question to you is, what do you love about loneliness, and what do you love about being chronically lonely? And I'd get some information about that. I'd ask myself that question about 10 or 15 times and maybe even write the answer down. And then if you're an access consciousness, if you're familiar with that, you could run the the clearing statement, um, just destroy and uncreate the chronic lonely that I love for this reason, destroy and uncreate the chronic lonely that I love for this reason. Or you could also say um, cancel, clear, delete, and resolve the chronic loneliness and the loneliness that I love. You could also say something like, destroy and uncreate the obligation for your body to hold the pattern of chronic loneliness. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And I'm saying particularly the clearing statement from access here. So if something goes on long and long and long and long and long and long time, you're 56 years of age, that's five, almost six decades, I'm going to ask what you love about it. What's the benefit? What's the gift? What's the present? And if I was working with you individually, I would spend the session, phone, Skype, or live, getting all that information and clearing every single one of them, and then teaching you what it feels like, smells like, and tastes like to be the energy space and consciousness of what's actually the updated records now. And without more content about speaking with you, then um, that's about pragmatically the best I can do through a, you know, an emailed question. What can you do to change it? Well, the change would come when you destroy and uncreate, um, obligating yourself to be lonely for what you thought was a benefit. So, for instance, if you're like seven years of age and um, when you were lonely was the only time you got peace, sometimes we obligate our body, 
the only way we can know loneliness, I mean, know peace is to know loneliness. So you actually have the two of them together, even though cognitively that makes no sense, which is why just cognitive therapy doesn't just work. You have to address the whole body. Um, and so what can you do to change it is address the whole body. Where do you feel that chronic loneliness every time you feel it? What do you perceive happening there? Is it your adult self or is it your child self? What age is that child self? Who's there with that child self? Your mother, your father, a school teacher, a brother or a sister. And what did you decide about yourself there? Those are some questions. And then whatever answer you get, just use the clearing statement. And if you're not familiar with access, you can go to the clearing, theclearingstatement.com. And... Um, get some more information that way about the clearing statement itself and what I'm actually saying so it doesn't sound like Mandarin to you, um, which, again, is very funny because when I went to Hong Kong now, I used that joke, and it's like I got to find a different joke about the clearing statement sounding like Mandarin because I've been to Hong Kong, and I've actually was translated by people that speak Mandarin. So that's just a note to myself. <laughs> Talk to you after the break. Thanks for listening. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Lisa. Um, you are listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. And we and I specifically am answering your questions. And I'm going through a whole bunch of questions. First, in this segment, I just want to say thank you to you all. I received the um, 
the from the producer of the show the numbers for January 2015 for all of you beautiful people out there listening and we're we're hitting toward 13,000 uh, listeners now and that is amazing so I want to just say thank you and what would it take to go for 20 20,000 what would it take I ask all of you to pass along this radio show link everywhere, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever country you're in, whatever country I'm not in, (laughs) and share it. I wonder what these podcasts would do for the Beyond Abuse Revolution globally and who really requires to hear these shows now. So that's just a shout out. for that. So thank you so much. I really appreciate all your uh, support, everyone. So let's go back to the questions. Okay. How is abuse showing up in your life? Abuse is showing up in my life through lack of money, friends, fun, joy, future possibilities, and my health, sports, injuries, and PTS conditions. What else is possible? Well, absolutely. And thanks for asking that. And now, that is great. I mean, if I had to ask, how does abuse show up in your life? That's the whole point of this show. It shows up in your life everywhere. You said through lack of money, lack of friends, lack of fun, um, no joy, no future possibilities or a block on your future possibilities in your health, your sports injuries, and PTSD uh, conditions. Anything with abuse that is unresolved will lead to it showing up insidiously in every area of your life, and it'll sneak up on you. That's what I talk about. Uh, Well, that's what the whole book, Kick Abuse in the Caboose, is all about, Uh, which, by the way, I've gotten the first draft all done. So you will be seeing that out there in the bookstores soon. So I'm very excited about that. Well, sooner than it was last month. Let's put it that way. (laughs) So I've talked about the invisible cage of abuse. And if you haven't listened to past shows, listen to the early shows, the pilot shows about what the invisible cage is and the invisible cage that we walk around in life with that has four pillars, denial, defending, disconnecting, and dissociating. And you live in the middle of it where you're actually um, creating your reality through this cage of abuse that creates the lack of money, friends, fun, joy, no future possibilities, health injuries, sports injuries, disease, disease, disharmony, and PTS conditions, PTSD conditions. So it shows up everywhere. What else is possible? Okay, when you have a lack of money coming in, ask yourself, what is it that I've made more vital about abuse than about money? Or what is it that I've made more vital about abuse than about friends? Or what is it that I've made more vital about these injuries or these conditions or these diseases versus um, harmony, joy, and peace? And anything and everything that that brings up and lets down, just destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And, and even though the show is an empowerment show, you know, to give you pragmatic and practical tools to move beyond your abuse. I am a really true proponent of finding that trusted other who has no judgment, 
and a great amount of a good amount of experience with working with people beyond abuse is essential and it has been for me and i still have my go to people that i go to i have people that i trade with i have people that i play with i have people that do some sort of clearing stuff with me but i have the big guns on my team that i go to without fail for the the bigger stuff regarding the abuse i won't just go to anybody and that isn't a lack or a judgment and I'm not locked into it. It's more of like an awareness. I've talked about in the early shows about knowing your yes and your no. That's my yes and that's my no. I know who to go to for what. So I ask for you to do the same. Um, so when the abuse shows up, acknowledge it. There's a whole show on that. Acknowledge it. Jot it down. Find out what you love about it. Um, if it's time to update your hard drive on this, update your hard drive and literally do something different. It's all about pattern interrupt. It's all about interrupting what you've created as a habit. Habits are the things that you decided when you couldn't be fully conscious to decide. Now you are fully conscious to decide. So anything that you've made more vital than your power and your potency, I suggest you destroy and uncreate that. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what have you made so vital about abuse that takes away full choice? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What have you made vital about abuse that takes away full choice? Everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what have you made so vital about abuse that takes away full choice? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, where are you stuck? The answer to that is in life. Well, I would like to know what your decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations are about life and what your limitations you've locked into about life. And I'd like to know what you love about being stuck. Again, I'm answering these questions from the age that the person told me they were 56 because that's a long ingrained pattern of some things that I would just like to interrupt. And um, that's what I would be doing if we would work one-on-one uh, -on -one that way. And what have you not shared that if you shared would change everything? I have always felt like a lower-class citizen, so abused that nobody would want anything to do with me. Nothing I've ever done has changed this feeling. No amount of money, no, not owning a home, having a job, raising a beautiful family, volunteering everywhere. Nothing. Okay, everything that brings up and lets down, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And just energetically, as I read that out here on the show, did you all experience whether that was light or heavy just reading that? I know that that's her belief. It was very heavy. So I would ask yourself, what have you made so vital about um, this abuse of you that it would limit all choices to be something other than who you deem yourself to be here? Everything and anything that that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay. Have you ever updated your computers 
an Apple computer and realize that they've done something different that you've never noticed before? Well, that's why you just heard my computers ringing from my cell phone because somebody's calling (laughs) right now. That has never happened and my cell phone is on mute, but my computers are ringing. That is interesting. Okay. Thanks, Apple. You're really, really cool. (laughs) Okay. So where are we at here? Lower class citizen. You know, that is so common with abuse. I've talked about shame and we talked about that secrets last week. Shame is like the feeling, pervasive feeling that you are damaged, effective, um, should always be on the discount shelf and nothing could ever fix you. And that you're so unfixable that you need to be fixed at the same time. Okay. So abuse is all, moving beyond abuse is all about learning to be safe again, you guys. Um, once you're being abused, safety doesn't exist for you. And you know what else? The being less than, being more than a lower class citizen also doesn't exist for you. It's a constant battle. Okay. And a lot of times it's a battle that a lot of people don't win because they don't move beyond it. That's what I mean by winning. They get stuck in what this person is saying they're, they're stuck in. Um, Moving beyond abuse is about releasing to the earth and also working in conjunction with people where you're the release point for the person in a certain way. It changes everything and everywhere you experience abuse and anywhere you aligned and agreed with or resisted and reacted to abuse. So I would work with you to find out, and I would ask, if you're asking yourself and journaling, um, when did you first feel like perceive that you were a lower class citizen and get the age, the time, the place, and who was in that situation with you? And what did you lock into your body um, that proved to you that nobody would want anything to do with you? And whose energy did you lock into your body to prove to you that no one would have anything to do with you? Your mother, your father, your grandmother, your grandfather, who was it? Um, if nothing has ever that you've ever done has changed this feeling, then there's something more important than the feeling than the truth. So everywhere you've made your feelings more potent and more part of your persona than your truth, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And literally, after 25 years in a clinical practice of working individually with clients, when someone says nothing I've ever done has changed this feeling – What I know beyond a shadow of a doubt is no one has been able to take you to the root and the hub of that. And you got to get to the root and the hub that or the root and the hub of it or pull the weed if you want to use a metaphor of a garden at the root, at the bulb. And that's what you need to get. There is something that is so much more beneficial than you being the potent, brilliant, phenomenal, amazing being you truly be. So everything and anything that that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And then um, they continue writing, oh dear, tears now. That was the first time I've ever said that to anyone. And that, my friends, is the target of this entire show. I love this show for many reasons, but it is a revolutionary conversation of hope where Anyone can say anything, and likely these are things that you are saying that you've never said before. That moves you beyond abuse. So right there and then with those tears, those are not tears of victimization. Those are tears of release. So congratulations. You are releasing. 
Um, and to, to, just to let you know before we all go to break, and then I'll come back with some more questions. And if you're out there, feel free to call in at the number one 346 and feel free to ask your question live. Otherwise, I will continue talking <laughs> incessantly and answering your questions the best that I can. And check out the Voice America um, Empowerment Channel webpage about my show here or on my site as well. And you could take a look at the Clearing Loop uh, package, subscription package that we have for these shows. If you really want to move beyond abuse, um, these Clearing Loops can be played uh, while you're asleep, um, while you're receiving a massage, while you're just cooking you know, dinner or breakfast or waking up, or if you're having a bad day and can't quite get yourself uh, beyond your quote-unquote disharmony, these loops are of all the clearing statements I've done on the show from the beginning, and they're quite essential and quite good. So take a look at that, and uh, if it works for you, contribute to the Beyond Abuse Revolution. Otherwise, I'll be back after the break. This is Dr. Lisa, and thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Hello, my friends. This is Dr. Lisa, and you're listening to the question and answer session about what would you like to know about abuse, where are you stuck, what are your biggest challenges, and even some of your successors. Gosh, can we actually have a show, Moving Beyond Abuse, and talk about successes? How wonderful would that be? So 
Here's the next question that I see pulling up on my screen, and that is, hi, Lisa, thank you for what you be. Your radio shows are awesome and have allowed more freedom in my life. Thank you. I have questions for you and something I'd like to change. Great. Lately, I've been aware of a continuous cycle that happens with relationships or being around people. I find that I am often by myself. This cycle or whatever has me in a place or space where I don't get too close to people, as in not being vulnerable and trusting myself others and others. It's like I skirt around in relationships rather than have more communion that I know is possible and that I witness others having. I tend to leave or go away from other people before they find a reason to leave me. And if they tell me that they have to postpone something that we plan together, I find myself trying hard to get them to change their mind. And right now my body is speaking to me with a sensation in the pit of my stomach. What would it take to change this? What would it take to have more trust, vulnerability with myself? What would it take to be able to have better relationships and more freedom here? Thank you so much and gratitude for you. So, again, we another relationship question, which is actually really great regarding belief, uh, abuse. I think if I've said this a lot on the shows in 25 years of clinical practice now, um, people come to me for three reasons. Relationship issues, money issues, health issues. And the bottom of those core issues that are showing up in their present life is some sort of abuse, not always sexual, could be financial, could be emotional, interpersonal, um, psychological, energetic. And this is what uh, this person is speaking about here. So first thing I would say is I love it when people say I have this feeling or my body is speaking to me with a sensation in the pit of my stomach. So great for you to know where your body is speaking and holding this. That's the place that um, I would keep looking at, questioning, and clearing in your stomach. It seems like that's where you're holding a lot of this. What you've talked about regarding a cycle that happens in relationship. Remember that it probably doesn't happen in relationship, but I know you're just writing that you're noticing how it happens. You actually create it. So the question that I would ask you is when do you first remember, um, quote unquote, this cycle about being around people where you don't get too close and you keep away and skirt around rather than having more communion? Anything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And then if a time, a place, a situation, a person comes, an age, I would ask myself, I would ask you the question, what does it want to say? What does that age know? What did that person decide there? That person being you, just a younger version of you. And then I would clear all decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations that left you believing and locking in the belief that to be in relationship means to skirt around and not get too close. And that's a, for everybody that's been abused, including myself. That is something that I've had to work on um, for many years earlier in my healing, let's say. Um, and continue even sometimes to to notice myself pulling back versus opening toward. And that's a very common 
quote-unquote cycle with abuse. So recognizing it is great. Now, remember with abuse, your energy was infiltrated, your space was violated, and your consciousness was anesthetized. So um, would, that basically shares that you don't want to be in your body. So more communion was like death to most of us that have been abused. And I'm not just talking sexual abuse. So I would ask what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to have more communion with my body, with me, and with others that I truly wish to be. Anything and everything that that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because when we're abused, our energy, space, and consciousness has been anesthetized in the ways that I've, I've shared just previously, most of us tend to leave or go away as a compensatory mechanism to be in this human body and embodiment. embodiment. So embodiment is about leaving and going away from you instead of being with and being in communion with you. So every time you notice yourself leaving and going away, pock and pot it, destroy and uncreate it, release the obligation to it, and go toward the communion versus away. And the target is not that you're not going to be – the target is not in that moment right away the first time you do it to not be uncomfortable. The target is to do what you're asking, commit to you, choose you, collaborate with you, which is commune with you. Um, and then finding a reason for people to leave you. I'm glad I read that, read this question because it's kind of like this anticipated rejection, which is a psychological term of you're going to anticipate the rejection. So you're going to brilliantly set it up so that they will leave so that you can leave or they can leave you before they actually going to leave you because they're actually going to leave you anyway. That's the psychological trap that you never believe anybody's going to stay because you believe you are less than worthy of someone staying. So anticipated rejection is really all about you coming to grips with what you deem defective about you. And once you move beyond that mindset by pocking and potting, clearing, destroying, and creating every time you've been there and done that and do that, You can then open the space to find yourself moving toward communion because you believe you can be in communion with you. So what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to embody full communion with me by, of, and for the beautiful being that I truly be? Everything and anything that brings up and lets down, lets destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now the next part that you wrote about find myself trying hard to get them to change your mind, change their mind when they're postponing or changing something you planned. You know, that is a really insidious um, twist with abuse. And it's kind of like, on one version, it's kind of like the perpetrators, you know, trying to control you to get you to not know what they're doing to you is what you actually don't want. So it's kind of a trick. So when you're trying to control somebody else's choice, are you being the communion you wish to be or are you being the forced receiving, i.e. 
close to the impelled perpetrator you never wish to be. Everything and anything that that brings up and lets down, lets destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And a lot of times the other side of that same coin with this issue, quote unquote issue, is that a lot of times people that have been abused hate to be alone but prefer to be alone but hate to be alone but prefer to be alone. So ask yourself when you – as you're going toward them to try to convince them to change their mind, ask yourself, hey, body, being, are you afraid to be alone right now? Are you afraid to be with you right now? Are you making this about you when it's really not? And – and then pull yourself back from that automatic response system instead of uh, reacting and impelling yourself on someone. It's very easy to become the perpetrator, and I'm not just talking sexually. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and I'm talking about perpetrating you. So hopefully um, that helped you and many others. Another person says, one of the most challenging things in my life is not saying how I really feel. It's stuck in my chest. When I need to confront a situation or someone, I feel paralyzed, and I retreat and avoid the person and or situation altogether. I have hurt myself and others because of this fear. No one gets to really know who I am because of this. What would it take to change this for all eternity and feel really safe expressing my truth with total ease, confidence, and love? This has been with me since the age of two or three. Thank you, uh, Dr. Lisa. Okay. Thank you for sending in your question. So it's really interesting. Um, when, like 10 years ago or maybe more, it's like, I'm just speaking my truth. California speak. I'm just speaking my truth. I'm just speaking my truth. You know, there's a lot of times where people can vomit their truth on you where they're just vomiting it out of them to get it on you and basically to blame you. So I'm always cautious when someone says, I, I, I just need to, you know, speak my truth um, and confront somebody. So everywhere speaking your truth has been aligned and agreed with or misidentified as vomiting and blaming somebody and putting somebody in their place. Let's just destroy and uncreate it. And I'm not saying this person is saying that either. Uh, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay. Um, let me see how I can answer this. So the age of two or three, or how I can ask some questions so this can be helpful for everybody. Since the age of two and three, it seems like somebody gave you some information, um, literally, figuratively, metaphorically, energetically, that speaking was not safe, was not good. They didn't want to hear you. I knew I grew up with children should be seen and not heard. I'm not sure what country you're writing in from or where, where, where you grew up from, but I would ask myself those questions. What were you told about speaking when you were two or three? And if you can rem and where you feel that in your body, that two or three year old, and that can begin to unlock where you're storing this pattern of disharmony in your body and whose voice and whose behaviors and whose interesting point of views and belief systems you've stored in your body there. And then you can just destroy and uncreate that, and that will begin to unlock it. Um, that means you being the key to unlock 
um, their block to you speaking. That's the first thing I can say regarding that. We're going to go to break now, and then I'm going to come back and continue this um, questioning about this beautiful question here. And I want to remind any of you that are in the surrounding areas, California, Arizona, Seattle, Washington, New Mexico, any other states in between, Vancouver, let alone all around the world, that um, next Friday I will, I'll be, I will be doing a Radically Alive Beyond Abuse class in San Jose, California, and also a three-day Access Consciousness body class. Radically Alive Beyond Abuse doesn't have any prerequisites. The three-day body class does. So if you're in the area or you would like to work with me live and in person and move beyond your abuse, check out my website, drlisacuni.com. Or my access website, drlisacuni.accessconsciousness.com. Talk to you after the break. Thanks for listening. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Hello, my friends. And we're continuing with the questions. So, let's see, where was I? Okay, confronting someone or someone and retreating from the situation. Okay, so I was talking before the break about, excuse me, going back to age two or three and seeing what decision, judgment, conclusion, or computation you locked in your body about speaking. And then I'd like to give you some pragmatic tools. One, if you have to confront somebody on something, I would actually write it out and send it to her, send it to yourself in an email, not to them. Print it out, 
and then read it again. Um, and then rip it up, shred it, burn it, do whatever you want. See, go for a walk, see how your body does after that. And then see if it has the same charge. Secondly, I cannot um, underestimate the power of the what I call the judgment process, but in access it's called the meaning process, is where you actually get to ask yourself four questions. Um, and those four questions can undo the uh, trigger of needing to confront someone. Because you have to remember, if you haven't spoken and been able to speak freely since the age of two or three, you may have a significant amount of mm, anger, rage, fury, hate, blame, shame, guilt, regret that comes out in your words. And so then your words become more like impelling judgment versus and imposing judgment versus um, communion and kindness and nurturing and sharing. That doesn't mean that all talk can't be strong talk and can't have some direct words. It means there's there's direct words and then there's words laced with uh, venom and poison and porcupine quills. And for those of you that have the same situation currently, which I've gotten asked a lot about recently, um, you could look up the Invisible Porcupine Phenomena show one and two I did a couple months ago about the quills and how we use them because it's very appropriate for this particular question. Even the other question about – even all the questions actually so far today. Um, and you're right. No one really gets to know who you are because when you vomit out your truths in a confrontive, impelling style, they don't get to know the kind, nurturing truth of who you be. And the greatest um, invisible cage of abuse is being the persona of the abused one versus the brilliant you before any abuse occurred, which is still within you. You just have to go back and search a little bit here to bring it more forward. And it is just a choice. And my sense is if you start doing that, writing it out, reading it out loud, sharing it with a trusted other, printing it um, – you'll really get to the bullet point of what you need to say in a very different way. I'm a full proponent of um, letting thing, writing it out, letting it sit, coming back to it, and you'll have different eyes on it, and you'll know if it's really what you want to say and is really doing the best for you. Okay. So this person's asking a question about not telling the story tool in access versus unsilencing the shame. Well, um, great question. And what I'd say is I, I actually think they align um, and empower people together. The don't tell the story, which is one of the 10 um, keys to freedom and access consciousness and unsilencing the shame because when you do share your story with somebody that can hear it non-judgmentally and move you beyond with a target of beyond it, you have unsilenced the, the shame and then you don't get stuck in story. It's those of us that get stuck in the same story over and over and over again. Like the best example I can use is my mom still 
complains to me in a certain way about her husband, my father, who has been dead now for almost three years, about the same thing she complained about him <laughs> um, when he was alive. And that's buying into the story. The story is more real. Her point of view about him is more real. Her judgment about him is more real. Her projection, separation, expectation about him is more real, even in his death. And therefore, not only she's not unsilencing her shame, she's being self-righteous and proving her point of view in self-righteous indignation and proving her point of view. That is not unsilencing the shame. When you share your story and work with someone to move beyond it and you have the target to move beyond it, there's a different quality of energy. Um, this is what occurred. This is what I would like. This is what I need to deal with about what occurred. And this is my choice now based on that. Um, so that's what I can say to that. You also have a lot of information here that is great, um, but I can't answer all of that uh, right now in the last couple of minutes of the show. Um, I'll see what I can come back to with that. There's another question here that I also just love, um, and we have four minutes here, so I'm going to get through it as three minutes, <laughs> so I can get through it as, as uh, just put it here. Someone asked, can you have a hero syndrome? Uh, I was visiting my past relationships from childhood and realized that I've always wanted to have superpowers so that I could make everyone's life wonderful, be the perfect child so my parents would be happy, be the perfect girlfriend, wife, mother, coworker, worker, friend, person, wanting to make everybody else's life wonderful. And I had to find people who I thought want to be fixed. When that didn't happen, the relationships combusted. So let's talk about this really briefly because it's very common. Yes, everybody that has been abused feels in some way that they are evil, that they are damaged, that they are defective, that they are nobody, that they are nothing, and that they shouldn't exist. So they take on the persona of a hero, of the martyr, of the one that has all the answer, the fix-it person, so that they can prove to themselves that they're good, but more importantly, they can prove to the people that deem them bad in the first place, place the perpetrators, the mothers, the fathers, the whomever, um, but it's this really sick cycle of never, ever, ever being able to be okay and never being in communion with anybody in relationship because when you do things for others that people can do for themselves, you're kind of being a bit self-righteous and you're enabling them in a, in a learned helplessness syndrome and teaching them to be a victim just like you feel. So that's one side of it. Now, I think the greatest superhero and the greatest superpower is the one that knows their awareness, uses their potency, their phenomenons, and their brilliance to empower others, to lift them up, to be the catalyst for their change, but knowing that they know more than they think they know. And that's how I work with everybody that comes into my office, calls me up, does sessions on Skype or the phone or in my classes. I empower them, just like Access's tagline, to know that they know. Just because I have information and licenses and a pragmatic way to move beyond abuse and I've done it literally myself, doesn't mean I know what's best for you. I will give you the blueprint. I will give you my best facilitation. But you have the answers resting and lying inside of you. 
please, please, please remember that you are a superhero. You survived, you thrive, and now it's time for radical and orgasmic aliveness. So keep joining me on these shows. Thank you for your questions. I know there's tons and tons and tons and tons and tons more. We will get to them. We will get to them somehow in all of these shows. I adore all of you. I thank all of you. I enjoy all of you from every area, earth, and land, and country, uh, and beyond. And please pass these shows to people that you know, forums that you know would benefit. And let's keep this Beyond Abuse revolution going. You're the wind beneath the wings. Thank you very much. Have a beautiful Tuesday wherever you may be. And I look forward to meeting you, hearing you, seeing you anywhere as possible. Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours. Thank you.